What's up, boys? What's going on, man? How are you doing? Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, we can hear you fine. Yeah, what about us? Can you hear us? All right. Yeah, perfect. Excellent. Let's rock, boys. Yeah, man. So, uh, I mean, we'll kick it right away, man. Like, welcome to the Interlog Podcast. Got a little wine. We need to, He's ready we need to, to step it up. So, I'm and- ready. This is my, I do my podcast at 6 p.m. So, like, I usually grab a glass and just shoot the shit. No, this is perfect. We're going to have to edit everything out. Well, you're going to have to really carry this thing. You know, <laughs> I don't have a script. So, no, no, no. It's all good. So, so ladies and gentlemen, welcome Bo Bennett. Bo, tell us a little bit about yourself, just so our audience understands who we're we're blessed with the opportunity to speak to today. <laughs> uh, my name is Bo Bennett, born and raised in you know, California. Just uh, grew up playing hockey, roller hockey mostly, and um, just kind of paved my way through the, the ranks of youth in California. I went to DU and played college there, and then ended up making it to the National Hockey League and. Now just trying to find my way post career, so and that's why that's how I know you. No, that's awesome. So for the one thing that he didn't say is that Bo is actually an associate board member at the Team App. Obviously, this podcast is all things Team App, all things wellness, all things startup. So he's an associate board member there. He's an investor. He is a huge uh, participant in everything we're doing. So I I guess the first question that uh, that our audience probably wants to know is. What what gets you excited about about the team app, man? Yeah, team. When we when we initially linked up, obviously we were working on a different project with you guys, and um, the more I learned about team, it was kind of the perfect transition because I I was in a weird spot of I could have kept playing if I wanted to, um, just because my game's still there, but my body's kind of been diminishing year by year since I started playing pro hockey, even maybe before that, and then. Uh, when you guys introduced me to Team App, it was just kind of the something that I would have used throughout my career, kind of maybe to check more boxes out when I would prepare for seasons throughout the season, maybe um, get a little bit better of a routine down, uh, a little bit more accountability to myself, to maybe my, my off-season coach, maybe my in-season coach when I wasn't in the town I was playing in. So Team was kind of an opportunity to grow with something that I believe in, or I think that there's a huge market for. And uh, basically a lot of times people are off put by a lot of knowledge that they can't understand. Well, I feel like team apps, a way to kind of uh, bring it all together, consolidate it and make it a little more um, easier to digest for the, for the common athlete or the common person who just is working out. No, that's awesome. So just on a, a side note, how excited are you for Evolution? It takes a sip of wine. Evolution's awesome because I've, I mean, I've, yeah, honestly, I've seen you guys um, growing through, I, obviously I came a little late, but just even throughout just being in talks with you and meetings with you, um, kind of understanding this, this next um, project that is about to drop, it, it's huge for, I feel like it's, it's obviously it's going to still be parts we we're going to work on and it's going to be ever changing, ever growing. Um, but evolution is a good stepping stone for getting people on there, um, starting to get all their data, um, kind of letting the consumer dictate their journey, which I think evolution is portraying that. No, that's perfect. 
that's that's always been the plan, right? Like with Evolution Project, we're we're now going to deliver that total health platform. So whereas before it was more just physically active, you know, more physical fitness, now we're actually introducing, you know, nutrition, mental health. So we're finally saying we're doing what we said we were gonna do. And to your point, now once all those data points come in, it's gonna be this continuing like process of just continuing to make the scoring better, like making sure that we are filling in the gaps because this space is forever changing and we want to make sure that we're not left behind. Yeah, I mean, to just piggyback off that, I feel like when you think you're in the health and wellness space, when you think you're doing well, that's when you get left behind. You know, like it's, it's you always got to be striving to feel a little bit better. Um, even in the mental health, like a lot of people struggle with mental health. If you don't think you technically struggle with it, you could always improve it, you know, whether it be how you react to situations, um, how you face adversity, how you face little little blips in, in your everyday feel like it's uh health and wellness i'm a huge advocate for people being their best self and i think uh, evolution project is going to just give you give people a way to attain that a little easier you know one of the cool parts Bo, um obviously with your history where you've been in inside of the industry you've been a huge advocate for us on meeting some cool people in particular Corey has met with Matt Uohara and Matt Hayter. So just, can you give us a little background on, on your relationship with both of those guys? And Corey, if you want to kind of chime in with what you guys are talking about. Well, it's Matt Harder, but uh, <laughs> it's all good. And yeah, uh, but I feel like, cause I've lived in so many places in my career and I've, I relate to the party with training and physical fitness. I was just kind of, I mean, I, in the summers, I would just play volleyball with buddies as my training. And um, I feel like right now it's, it's hard for younger people or people who aren't in the professional landscape to lock down someone that is right for that person. You know, like I, there might be great trainers out there, but it might not be the perfect trainer for that person. You know, there's got to be it's got to be a team effort um, where trainers just kind of almost get together and say, yeah, this person needs XYZ, but I can't give that to him in my day to day. So maybe he's better off with another, you know, it's like, it should be a collaborative effort where everyone's just trying to help each other become a better version. And to, to go back to Matty Harder and Matt Uehara, it's, these are two guys that I met later in my career after I'd probably worked out with maybe six or seven throughout the summers. And then obviously all my team trainers and then Matty Harder, just, he seemed like a perfect guy in terms of work ethic and um, trying to get wearables and uh, data collection uh, to introduce to you guys because he's in the space of professional athletes. He works for uh, Iowa Wild for the Minnesota Wild organization. And then Matt O'Hara is a really high-end personal trainer out of California who he, his knowledge, I mean, I'm sure Corey, you know, like his knowledge is like knows no bounds. Like he, he's so smart. His, and I train with him. He's probably like a buck 35 or buck 40, whatever he weighs. And like, he's lifting way more than me. He just total control over his body. Um, super athletic. And he's very understanding for, I got there with a bad shoulder, bad knees, bad hips. And if it weren't for him, I wouldn't have played for as long as I did. So I feel like the, uh, there needs to be more, um, more of a spotlight on guys like that, that can really, dig their feet in and help people like me uh, make extra money or just keep enjoying playing a game that I love to play. So um, 
and I'm sure Corey, you, you've had their talks and like, I think Matt Wahara can talk forever if, if you wanted to, it's crazy. It's, it's been, it's been awesome meeting them and talking with them because to your point, this is an ever changing, uh, you know, just space that we're in. So as soon as you believe, you know, everything, you start to meet these guys and you realize like one, how limited your knowledge is. And then two, how much more like together we've been able to accomplish. So like for us, our goal has been like, okay, these are two highly specialized guys. How do we take that knowledge and how do we take it to that, to that end user? Because to your point, there's so much stuff out there that people like, they, they don't know what to believe. They don't know where to start because there's just, you know, too much information. So if we can kind of condense it, bring it down, we, our goal is like, what does everyone need to know? So all that information and stuff you've gotten from them, how do we condense that down to make sure that our user is equipped with that stuff? So that way they'll know who's a good trainer, who are the ones that are just kind of out there selling, you know, selling whatever. So it's been it's been great. I look forward to like the conversations and the talks with those guys because they're always they're always challenging me as well. Yeah, and honestly, if you if you take ten people doing the same exact workout for a month straight, at the end of that uh, that month, you're going to get ten different results. Maybe one guy's super broken down. Maybe one guy's uh, doing like feeling the best he's ever felt. So I think. Going back to Matt, well, I'd come in days when I just, because I had already had a horrible foundation going into him because I had been just uh, trying my best to stay afloat in the league while also having bad knees, bad shoulders, bad wrists. And there would be days where, like, I'd just come in and he's like, I just, I wasn't feeling it. Like, he's like, all right, well, let's just do it. Let's do a stretch. Let's do a rehabilitation day. Let's get back to neutral and then we can build you up from there. And I feel like there's a lot of, you see a lot with uh, like people on Instagram, they think like doing like explosive training all the time is the way to go. You just get burnt out. And it's like, you're never going to reach that your best self um, unless you kind of take a step back and you have like a moderator, like a mat where I just come in like Wednesdays, we would just come, I'd come in, we'd do a little like uh, a little footwork stuff um, and then stretch for like 30 minutes every Wednesday. And me and him would just talk about the last two days, maybe what I'm doing for the next two days in terms of on ice stuff, separate of him. And he would ask me if I'm, if I'm feeling a certain way or if I, if I need to do any homework, he would call it homework, like a uh, little exercise to do before I go to bed or just when I'm uh, during the day um, to get my hips back in line or my shoulders set back, my rib cage sitting down a little bit better. And, I asked him any question and he has something to give me to work on it. So it's, I enjoy going to work out for a guy like that. Cause he's not like uh know it all. He doesn't make you feel inferior. He wants you all, everyone to just know the most about their body. And that comes with working with a guy like that and accepting the knowledge and not to, and taking it for face value. So now that you're here, Bo, like your post career, you've worked out with those guys. Walk us through, like, what does a week in Bo's life staying close to health and wellness even look like? Uh, well, it's still, it's an ever-changing, ever-working-on thing because my knees are still pretty bad and I still have some stuff to figure out um, insurance-wise post-career um, that I can't really step on my own toes uh, by like overdoing it. And then maybe they have an, a cop out saying like, oh, well you did it after your career, not during your career. 
So I have to toe the line of going too hard and just staying in shape. And um, I mean, whenever I see 200 pounds on the scale, I, I get in the gym, I start dieting a little bit more. So it's, that's usually my threshold to know like what I need to be doing. But uh, my workouts consist of about 25 minutes of an upper, a lower and four, uh, four core exercises just to try to keep my body fresh. And I'll skate once in a while if my knees are feeling up to it. And then like today I went and got an IV, um, just felt a little bit, um, I have a membership at this place called um, uh, Hydrate. And they're, they're the best. You just get in a lazy boy. They ask you how you're feeling, what you, what vitamins they think you need for that, like that week. And it's like little things like that always ask me, well, what does an IV feel like? Well, you don't, you don't all of a sudden just feel like great, but then you'll notice like that night's sleep, you'll sleep great. You'll wake up refreshed. Like, it's not like this instant, like you're back to square one, but I think it just over time, it's just a way to recalibrate your body especially after a super bowl weekend and like waste management was in town too so um in terms of dieting and how my my we i'm i'm trying to get rid of thing for me i have a bad inflammation uh problem in my body so it's it's a work in progress because everything i love in life is has gluten in it um but it's, it's coming it's coming along I'm, I'm figuring it out dude i've got a soy gluten i got every issue right now i'm just always inflamed i'm 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 inflamed but i still do it like, he, he refuses to stop yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna ride this thing till till the wheels fall off but did you make it out to uh did you make it out to waste management <laughs> no i i did it one I actually went one year when we were in town playing the coyotes uh i was i was injured um per usual and i was just practicing with the team and I remember I went and had a great day because I had some buddies here playing AS or they were going to college at ASU at the time. Um, and then Yorgi actually was, was in town going to ASU and I went to waste management. And then I actually went back and I, I slept and uh, morning skate was just a rough one. It was just one that when I was young thinking I was kind of invincible at the time. And then I talked to our, our strength and conditioning coach was Mike Kadar. And I was like, Cade's like, you got to take it easy on me today or else you'll be peeling me off the ice and this will be the last skate I ever do. <laughs> and he, another one of the best guys I've met in hockey by far, like just kind of understood like, hey, every day you don't, you're not going to be feeling your best. You're not going to like, you still need to enjoy life. So everything in moderation, but you just get through it and then on to the next and just don't do it. Don't do it every single day. You had a, uh, we were texting on Sunday during the Super Bowl, and I think we both wanted the Bengals to win, and they let us down. Um, you were doing a little drink, and then how did how did the day end up going for you once that final score came out? It was it was actually one. It was I won some bets early on in the day that was that were like lucky bets. So it was nice. I had like money liquid to just throw all in the game, and then one of my buddies Armand texted me out of the blue. He's like, "Hey, can you?" Can you text, can you put money on Blanton uh, receiving yards tied in for Rams? He's Higby's, uh, he's Higby, Higby's replacement. And I, I didn't even compute that. I'm like, yeah, I mean, he's got to be onto something. And then I put $500 on it. Didn't even get a target in the entire game. I don't even know if he played. I really don't. Um, and then 
the worst loss by far because I ham I hammered the Bengals like heavily, and uh, team total like I needed over twenty one and a half, and they had twenty points with ten oh. minutes left in the third quarter, so they they needed a field goal in 20, 25 minutes, and it was just a it was a fun game um, to watch, and I'm obviously from LA, but I have no affiliation because they're they're new to LA, so. I just kind of wanted to see like a young guy win, like Joey Joey Burrow. That was my uh, that was gonna be my second question. Since you're from LA, like betting on the Bengals against you know the hometown team, but no no affiliation yet. Yeah, I mean, even like the Lakers have kind of lost their luster to me. Like I, I Kobe Bryant's probably my favorite athlete of all time, and um, if I were gonna pick any team from from LA, it would obviously be the Kings. And I that kind of lost got lost when I turned pro because you just don't like any team anymore. Um, even even watching now, like you, you kind of you'll watch a game if it's on, but like you need some some skin in the game, you know. Like it's not enough to just watch your buddies play anymore. You need you need something on the game. And then um, obviously, I'm a huge Dodgers fan. I like I, I don't I don't watch. Uh, I can't watch 162 games, but Dodgers are uh, probably my favorite LA team. What about the Olympics? Are you paying attention to those right now? Absolutely zero interest in the Olympics. And I don't know. I, it's because in the winter, I, I'm so drawn to uh, like the hockey because it's, it's actually the best hockey you'll ever see. You know, like it's like Team Canada is when they put out their rosters, you just like, all right, you can make two teams and they probably play in the finals. Um, so I think it's just kind of when they said they weren't going to play, I just tuned out the Olympics. I was like, all right, well, I don't really care about anything. If I'm watching the hockey, I'll probably stay and watch other things that are going on. Um, but also with like a lot of obscure times, um, and like when it's on different time zones, it's, it's, it's kind of weird. So I'm looking for the, the summer Olympics in LA. I think that's going to be awesome. I'm more of a summer Olympics guy anyways. Obviously, sprinting, all of that. I mean, I've never watched <laughs> as much curling in the last two weeks. I'm all in on curling, man. Like, <laughs> Does he, what? I, look, hear me, hear oh, me out. Hey. <laughs> look, Bo, go. You know, it's it's actually interesting if you learn the rules. Like, it's like cornhole, but like highly skilled okay. cornhole. So, honestly, curling is it. I, I actually went curling once, and uh, it was one of those things like. You watch it, and these are the best, obviously, athletes because you're not on TV unless you're the best curler in the whole world. And they just, they're all just been the best for like 25 years and they still are doing it. Um, but when you watch it, it's sim similar to hockey in terms of like, well, that looks easy. I can just do that. You can't even like slide on the ice now with in a million years. Um, and this was back before my knee started hurting. But like that, the rock is like 30 pounds. Um, I don't even understand how they can like get it to move the way it does with the touch that they do. It, it, it's pretty insane. You know, it's like, I actually would watch curling if on in the I was scrolling past it because it's like the women's and the men's is entertaining. And also the men's and the wins, women's combined is really entertaining too. I don't think I've ever watched, like I know what it is, but I don't think I've ever watched a single curling event. I, I spent, need to do it. I spent three hours last weekend. Good guy. <laughs> it, it's a, it's electric. It's like, a, I mean, it's, it's so, so paced that uh, you, 
like have you ever seen like the like the darts world championship they'll, they'll have like a full stadium watching darts and like every single bullseye like the whole crowd's like losing their minds curling similar to that like a, a big throw and it's like during each uh set i don't even know what they call them um but like if you get points like your team is the whole crowd is celebrating and then it's like quick turnaround into the next i think last last time i saw a curling Team came from seven down and they won eight seven or something in the last frame. It was crazy. It's I'm telling you, Aaron, you gotta watch it. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. So switch, awesome. <laughs> switching gears. Since we're still on entertainment, we're actually gonna film a series with Bo for Team TV. I want to call it pre gaming because of the the premise, Bo, because I think it's just funny. Like if you could talk about like what you want yeah. the show to be initially, and then hopefully it just grows into entertainment. Yeah, I mean, pre-gaming, it suits uh, two facets of my life, you know, it's, uh, I have, I worked it into my, my game later in life, obviously, I've always had fun off the ice. Um, so that's, that's what it means in that side of things. But I wish I worked a better routine into my life earlier on, not just in hockey, just in waking up, making my bed, all these things that you do now in your thirties and you just kind of like check boxes off to make yourself feel like it's re you're, you're ready for the day or like you're feeling at your tip top shape. You can almost fool your brain the thinking you feel great just if you do like the five same things in the, in the morning every day. So I think uh, now that I'm in post-career uh, life, if there's, they've changed a lot, but when I was playing, like I still do my routine from when I was playing to warm up for uh, workouts just because I know it like gives me that little added adrenaline thinking I'm getting ready for a game but I'm just at LA Fitness in like the yoga room so it's it's nice like uh it's nice yeah so that's what we're gonna do is we're basically gonna have Bo talk to different people whether it's other celebrities other athletes trainers and just talk about what it's like to get prepared for a, a workout, maybe a big event. One of the things, Bo, I, I didn't text you this because I knew we were going to have this this call today, but are you familiar with the kid that hit the the hole-in-one on Saturday? Did you see that with Sam Ryder? Yeah. Yeah. So the, There was one on Sunday, too. I know. The one on Sunday was a little less dramatic because it was early in the day, but Sam Ryder, he's actually from Winter Park, Florida. And yeah, I, yeah, that's true. Ten, ten years ago, when I used to be in the streets, we used to... We've had a couple of drinks together and all that. Like I got his number in the in my phone. What I'd love to do for one of the episodes is talk about his preparation for PGA. Link you you boys up, and then just follow you around at Stadium Course and relive that that moment. You know, pre gaming and all of that. <laughs> I think that could be cool if we get him, if we could get him on it. Yeah, honestly, it was probably one of the most electric golf moments, like that didn't really matter. You know, I've ever seen. Um, I mean, I had buddies that were on the hole watching that and they were just, they were behind, they were in the grandstands behind uh, the tee off, not where to see where the ball. And a lot of them just had no clue what was going on. They couldn't see uh, the ball drop. And then all the beer cans started coming on the green. And it's like that, he said, I watched the interview afterwards because I was curious to what he thought. He's like, it was, that was the best moment of my, of my life. And like, he's won an event before. And he said that was better, which is pretty insane. It was, I mean, I watched it live and I was like, man, that, that has to be nuts. But the way it just went crazy 
And it took him like six, seven minutes to just clean off the the hole. It was nuts, man. But I think that could be like, that's the kind of stuff that I think we should, we can lean into is like talking to people that have had big moments. How do you prepare for that? How do you prepare for the next day? Right? So like you, you want a Stanley Cup. So obviously it's a series. You go out and you win a game, then you have to get right back up for the next one. Like, what does that mental transition and preparation look like? Yeah, I, I think there's something that everyone would be interested in is seeing how different people prepare for their own sport. Because, um, I mean, my warm-up looks a lot different than Sam Ryder's warm-up. His is a lot of repetition. He's obviously the, – the mental capacity that golfers need to have through a situation where he holes out from there and then to, like – you have two more holes left. So like he has to like quickly come down where in hockey, when you're, when you get that adrenaline, it's a good thing where in golf, it's like, you still need your tempo. You still need to hit the ball square. You need to like know all these different factors that I feel like people would be very, and then like a sport like basketball is all muscle memory. And like, like those guys, that's why those guys hit the gym for just like open pickup, like, every single day during the summer they're not like throwing away throwing around heavy weights you know like they're just trying to shoot because a guy like Steph Curry like he's just mastered it where a guy could be as strong as he wants he just can't repeat it over and over and over so it would be really interesting to get everyone's um a lot of different athletes together just to see their game day preparation their day game day come down actually would be very interesting too because I had trouble like bring myself down after games um, so I'm always interested to hear how people kind of got themselves to like relax after a game. Cause I mean, you're drinking energy drinks up to like a nine, 10 PM. I'm having three cups of coffee. It's like, you get home from the rink. I'm not going to sleep till three, four in the morning. And then you have to be at the rink at 8 AM. So, um, I know people are better sleepers than me, but it, it, it's interesting to hear how people figure that out and figure out that routine. So, so pre-gaming with Bo Bennett, like that's going to be, that's going to be exciting, man. When we start to, to start filming that in pre-gaming yeah. and post-gaming. Yes. The, <laughs> it's pre-gaming the hangover. So, um, just, man, I lost my, yeah. thought. I lost my train of thought. I, I had a question. What do you got? Oh, I was going to talk about the golf, uh, so waste management. So obviously that guy hold out 16, but the, this is more about my speed. Do y'all see JaVale McGee? doing a uh, celebrity shot. My man had a three wood trying to uh, go off 16. This man's seven foot tall. That's pathetic. 160 <laughs> yard hole. That's pathetic. He had a three wood. <laughs> and he didn't get it? Oh, it, it it almost took out some people. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> That's more my golf speed. I'm just, y'all over here talking about hole in one. I'm just trying to, <laughs> I'm just trying to make contact. See, Corey's lying I, though, Bo. He's actually, he's a, He's the church church league champion. I don't know if you knew that. Ten uh, time, ten time church league. Champion. Ten time church league champion <laughs> basketball. Played football at Virginia Tech, That's and awesome. his golf game is actually kind of nice. It's coming around. And it's all right. <laughs> Depends on the day. I, I actually I saw Javale McGee at a party once, and uh, it was actually so funny. I was it was late into the night, and I was I, I felt like I was seeing ghosts at this point, but it was. <laughs> JaVale McGee's walking through with like six bodyguards, but the bodyguards were all like 5'11", six foot. And it's just like you see five guys and then he's just in the middle, just like a, like a cloud, just like 
floating through the party. It was, it was crazy. But um, I like JaVale McGee, too. He's, he was a Laker when they won it. No, that, those are the type of people we need to get on. So, so Bo, it's, we're at the 30-minute mark. If, <laughs> if, if we were to ask you, so we sit back. Obviously, you've got a ton of interest. You're doing NFTs. You've got other business ventures. Just what does 2022 look like for Bo Bennett? Yeah, 2022, obviously, we have some things we're working on. We have evolution coming up. And um, honestly, right now, I don't look too far in the future. Because, uh, I mean, if, if we're being totally honest, the second you start doing that, you start losing out on whatever you're doing that day, that week, that month. Um, so I think it's like a day at a time type thing for me. You know, it's just I want to. I want to capitalize on what we're doing with team, what we're doing with XT. I want to learn the metaverse NFT space a little bit more because I know it's coming. And I, I want to be the smartest guy in the room when talking about that stuff, just because I, I feel like I, I missed out on a lot of stuff in terms of getting my degree or kind of understanding the business aspect. I'm still learning. Obviously, I ask a lot of questions when you guys are, are asking me questions and talking. Um, so it's it's for me, it's just kind of, almost getting my education through my day-to-day experiences, which a lot of people are huge advocates for college. And I, I mean, I love college. It was awesome. It's more of a place to just go party with 20 year olds because you can learn everything you learn there um, elsewhere or on your own time. It's just kind of learning that motivation, which I now have in my, in my thirties now, what is, which I didn't have when I was 18. If you told me to go learn something at 18, I would be scoff at it. So it's, it's kind of every day is a new experience, which I love. Um, and I have that freedom right now. Um, and then obviously in close relation to relationship with you and Mike and just trying to build what we got going uh, and make it the best it can be, which I think like, I don't want to, I don't want to get ahead of the curve here, but I think we're on the right track for it to be huge. I mean, I think the commitment was he's being modest right now. And Corey does this. Everybody that comes on does this. But uh, we talk we talk to Bo and this is the year we got to get that Lambo, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, just so I can change my uh, just so I can change my my license plate to Lambo. I, I always take uh, pictures of license plates, like novelty license plates. I, I think it would just be so funny if I could get lambo with my name and then actually be driving one and that's the type of dude bo is just a good good dude man <laughs> we appreciate you coming on so like uh as we land this thing court you got any other questions you got anything else for, for no, mr no, bennett no no i'm good i'm good obviously we're 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 planning or starting to, to plan our next trip out there i think the big thing that we're going to try to accomplish we bought we've obviously got a lot of business but it's really starting with the uh principal photography for pre-gaming with Bo Bennett. Like this is, this is going to be fun, man. This is going to be a lot of fun. I got to get my, I got to get my skin routine and skincare routine in order. Oh. If I'm going to be on camera, we will put on no filters, man. We're not doing any post-production. It's going to be raw. So you better come <laughs> correct. All the All ideas. Right. Hey, if you don't like me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best exactly man well this was a lot of fun for us man it breaks up some of the monotony of just Corey and i talking about the app so we appreciate everything obviously being on the podcast but even more so man like you've been an integral part in what we're doing especially the last six to eight months like your uh your support your networking like your belief in us all of that stuff man you know you said we're gonna get to the other side of the mountain and it's a big year 
we believe that. And uh, we just want to, again, thank you and say that, that you're a big part of that. Boys, thank you. I'll, I'll jump on whenever you guys need a guest. If you want to talk NFTs, I, you got to extend the, extend the show a little bit, though. I got, I got so much on that. We'll record, we'll record a special episode when we're out there, and it'll just be you and Mike. So yeah. I'll have nothing to contribute to that. <laughs> uh, it'll be an eight-hour episode. Yeah, no, done. That'll be for a long road trip. So, all right, Bo, we appreciate it, brother. All right, boys. Thank you so much for having me on. Peace. Thank you.